In a time where unsolicited advice, opinions, and dick pics are the norm. Here's a podcast you didn't ask for. But we're giving you anyway. Well, actually, who asked you anyway? Mind if I jump in here real quick? No one cares. Allow me to play devil's advocate. I don't think you know what that word means. This fucking guy. This is Unsolicited. Hey, 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 hey. Here we are, here we are, here we are. Unsolicited podcast. Woo! I'm your DJ Jack, and talking through the internet, I'm speaking with Kelly and Tommy. What's up? How's everybody doing? I am speechless. Did you just Uh, come up with that on your own? Like, how did you even think to do that? I mean, that's he waited all week for that. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, as soon as he was like, you know, wait, I've got an idea. He's like, I'm gonna hit him. With, I'm gonna hit him with this. Come yeah. Wednesday, hit him with, the, with the one two, the hey hey hey's. Yo, it's gonna yo, be good. Yo. You should. Yeah, I needed that because I just woke up from a, a serious nap, which is why I have a man's voice right now. Do you have a what's a, is there a difference between a serious nap and like a casual nap? Yeah, well, casual nap I didn't really sleep. I'm completely backwards right now. So if I ha- have to get up every once in a while for a. Um, for like a meeting or something or some type of call at like 10, 10 30. I literally, that means I only get like three hours of sleep. So I, uh, three, four hours of sleep. So I just go back to bed when I'm done. I start working from bed and I, I'm just, I'm just a wreck. Yeah. I'm really not doing, we doing were trying good to text this. you yesterday to see if we could record yesterday. And like, it was probably 2 PM and you weren't responding. And, and I was joking around. I was like, Tommy's still sleeping. And then at like four o'clock, you're like, sorry guys, just woke up. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty pathetic. I, I was going to make an excuse, but I'm like, why would I lie to these guys? You know, never lie to us, Tommy. We'll know. I would, I wouldn't lie to you. I mean, I'd lie to like other people. Like, hey, why'd you not on that conference call? I'm like, oh, you're not going to believe it. Uh, I think Jackie's sick. <laughs> I had to take her. <laughs> I had to take her to go get the COVID nineteen test. I'm like, really? I'm like, yeah. How many how many COVID nineteen tests has Jackie had in quarantine? <laughs> oh, too many. Too, too many. I mean, I figured we'd know by now. You should probably take but her up. up all of our numbers. It, she sounds like she's just not healthy in general. You know. Yeah, <laughs> but she's doing all right. She's doing all right. Thank God. Everything's not. Everything's oh, going thank well. Thank God. Yeah, that would be a travesty. I actually yeah, got my yeah. uh, I got an antibody test this morning. <laughs> and you did? Well, I don't. I won't know for three or three to five days. But I got. Oh, what? I, heard, I heard a lot of those are bullshit. So hopefully you got a good one. Well, I went to Quest Diagnostics, so that's like the main lab for most. Sounds of- like bullshit. Uh, <laughs> sounds like fucking a hoax to me. Well, it does start <laughs> with a Q, so maybe it is run by Q and. Oh. Uh, I wasted one hundred and twenty-five dollars for nothing. What? Dude, you got fucking owned by Q, dude. Q knows all, so Q actually will let you know if it's wrong or not. You know what I mean? Fuck. Well, oh well. It was my mom's money. Thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. Are you planning on going back east, uh, to or to anyone's Chicago? Not uh, east, is it? Yeah, it is east. Yeah. No, I mean the thing is, is with the podcast, like. Like if, if I wasn't doing the other podcasts, like I probably would have gone home for a little while just so I could hang out at my aunt's house and go swimming and all that shit. But there's really no point now to go for, you know, I'd only be able to go for a weekend or maybe a week at most. So there's really no point in going through all that shit. I don't want to fly if I don't have to. Although this Mm -hmm. would be the best time to fly as a tall person because I'm sure I'd get a fucking row to myself. 
Yeah, I'm looking at flights now for June. You, were you, you flying? Know, punk? Right? Were you flying? What's that? Were you flying too? I would fly back to Jersey, but uh, and then I'd quarantine somewhere there. But they're opening up the beaches and stuff like that. So really, what I just don't I don't feel like sitting around in, a, in my apartment anymore in Hollywood or West Hollywood. Um, it doesn't look like work's going to pick up for production anytime soon either. So I don't know what I'm doing here when I could be, you know, pool, pool boat, you know, laying around and taking my naps in the backyard during the summer in Jersey. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my plan there. But, um, I also like, I don't really want to get on a plane, but there's no one really there. And it's, I don't know if it's any safer to take a road trip across the country, stopping at gas stations and hotels and all that other shit. So. Just kind of like rip the band-aid off and get on the plane, protect just cover yourself up, wear your mask, and then I'm quarantine when you get for there. A while. Like it yeah, I mean mm-hmm. it'd be ideal to be floating around in that pool all day every day. Right. You might as well. Would Jackson yeah. go with you? She would. And then and then I also be able to like once I get through my little bit of quarantine someplace and then go to my folks and I just stay there, then I'd be able to help them, you know, go to the store for them, stuff yeah. like that. Not that, you know, I, I think, I don't know. I, I don't know what to believe anymore. I mean, I know that it's, it's, it's uh, real as could be, but I think some people are just going to try and get back to society, but you just have to be safe. I, I get it. I, I'm I guess around instead of like, isn't it at some point, like we can't just for the next year be f- totally freaked out by this and all that stuff. Like at some point, you probably just want to get it fucking bite the bullet. Hope you'd have, hope you have minimal symptoms or it's a, you know, you have a bad flu and you come out of it on the other side, but it's like, seems like impossible for another year to do this until there's a vaccine out. So it's like, part of me is just like mm-hmm. fucking jump in and hope you don't die, you know? Right. And then, there, then there's going to be, especially at least in our country, there's going to be uh, a ridiculous amount of people who wouldn't do a vaccine anyway. Right. Um, because they just believe that they're microchipping you or some shit or that you're going to, that this was all just some plan to keep you sick yeah, or make your kids coming, coming uh, from their cell phone have Down syndrome. Yes, for every location you've ever been to and every ad you've ever searched. And they're like, I'm not getting microchipped by a vaccine. Fuck you. Yeah. I, I, and, and it's like, we're, it's so scary. And I mean, we don't talk politics on this show, but we, it be, everything has become political. And you, you think something like this would bring us all together, but it's actually a, nah. a fucking cesspool on, on, on Facebook and Instagram and not, you know, or whatever on I love Twitter. It's, that Bill Gates, a software developer who makes money based on people the more people buying his stuff is somehow now trying to kill half the population. Like that's not good. Dude, he is. Bro. It's true. <laughs> it's so stupid. Right. So and he has every, he gets he, he, all of his money away every day Yeah. for like small countries and make sure they're vaccinated and that they don't die from simple things like a friggin' measles and stuff that we figured out. And now all of a sudden he's coming to kill you. That's why, that's why the, the the idea of becoming a celebrity just to me sucks so much because it doesn't matter what you do. You're always wrong. Like, so for people that don't donate money, people are like, what the fuck for people that do donate money? It's not enough. It's only fucking th- 3% of their, their net worth. So fuck that. It doesn't matter. Or then you got somebody like Bill Gates who's donated so much fucking money and like has a tiny, tiny bit in his will set aside for his family. And then the rest of it's going to charity. And now people are coming up with conspiracy theories that he's trying to kill everybody. Like you can't win. 
It's so fucking mm-hmm. stupid. I mean, that's definitely influenced from watching like The Last Dance, which is the Michael Jordan basketball documentary. It makes me think like, because I remember he would come in the casino and people would be like, dude, the guy's fucking millionaire. He gave me like a $20 tip. And I'm just yeah. thinking to myself, what the fuck did you want him to do? Get right you, put you in his will? Yeah. He opened his car door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Twenty dollars like, is pretty good for like, Hollywood. Just because he's do. got millions in the bank, he should all of a sudden not do what normal people do. Or, you, you know, he's got to tip you. Millions in the bank if he fucking gave everybody a three hundred dollars tip for doing a menial task. Like, right? There's a reason people are right. rich. It's because they're good with their money. They, if you don't, if you don't go above and beyond in your task, then don't. It, you shouldn't expect anything from anybody. First of all. But be be grateful that there are celebrities who give giant tips. But no no celebrity should be should be forced to pay more because they have more. Like every time I hang out with DJ, I always offer to pay for whatever we're doing. And he's like, Kelly, it's fine. I like, I have more money than you. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't want you to ever think that I'm hanging out with you because I can get a free meal out of it or free drinks or something like that. It's like, we're equal as far as I'm concerned, we're friends. So there, there has to be a give and take here because this, I would feel like a piece of shit if I didn't. Like, you want to know, I, I have a similar story, and it it actually has to do with Jim Jeffries. When I first met Jim a who? couple years, Who's Jim that? Jeffries, you, you, you know, I don't, he's a comedian. He's an Australian comedian. Okay. Uh, wait, does Australia yeah. even like him? He's okay, but he's Australian. And he, um, <laughs> and uh, anyway, I, 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 we went out to like, uh, it was way before we were even doing the pilot for the show. We were, we just wanted to go suit the shit about some stuff after work one day. Um, and we went to the bar and I was, I bought beers and brought back to the table. And he literally said, oh, thanks, mate. No one's ever bought me a beer. Yeah. And I was just like, well, what the fuck kind of crumbs are you hanging out with? Yeah. No, meaning like, he's just like, I'm not used to that. Like people are so used to him putting his card down and they just charge shit to his tab. Like even when we used to have the rap parties, like when we'd go to Davy Wayne's and stuff like that, he'd put his card out and like buy a round for everybody. But I know that there were people that kept going back and being like, Oh, it's on gym. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Like, yeah, I saw people do that. I was like, you're a prick. Yeah. It's just like, I don't care, but it's, it's still one of those things where it makes you, makes me feel slimy. It's like, I don't care how much money you have. I'm not going to assume that you're okay to pay for every fucking thing that I decide to do. Like, yeah. It's like, oh yeah, I ordered it. I was having ten old fashions. Thanks, Jim. What? I bought one yeah, drink, and, and you know, some of those people were making a lot more than we were on that show. Oh, for too. sure. Oh, totally. Not you, Tommy. <laughs> huh? I don't think any of those people were making more than you, but definitely more than me and Jack. Uh, I think you know. You know, I wasn't. Yeah, yeah, probably. Anyway. <laughs> But I didn't. Here's the point: is I didn't go up and get drinks from Jim's card. No, I know. So. Well, you, you were very gracious. One of the days, time, Tom. One of the days after I, that party, Jim was like, "My tab was five thousand dollars. How did that happen?" And I'm like, "It wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me." Five thousand. Oh lord. It was like that's when we used to have rap parties, and now it's like that, such a sue happy culture. You can't even do that anymore. Yeah, they're like, "We're having a rap yeah. party in the conference room." We're like, "Great." Going out to coffee. It's at nine a.m. Yeah, we're all having coffee, sure. and you have to take an Uber just in case anyone's allergic to caffeine. <laughs> so it's on a Saturday morning. We'll make sure that we get you all an Uber. <laughs> well, it's because that fucking jackass from Lights Out <laughs> killed somebody. Could have canceled the show. It canceled Lights Out. It's gone. Well, they canceled, canceled everything. They canceled Tom. Comedy sent. There was an article that was in the New York Times the other day that was pretty uh, kind of sad, but it was, a, it was about Comedy Central our old home and uh 
how it's not going to be what, it, what we're not that you're not don't expect to see created stars anymore. That philosophy's gone. Yeah, uh, it, where it they sounds like the way they're moving is they want to turn Comedy Central more into a brand instead of a network. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, they, can't, hey, they can't what MTV has done. They're going to brush off old ideas. Uh, a lot of non uh, non scripted, non real, uh, more reality based. It's going to be cheap. Everything they make, but brushing off old things. The reruns are going to be popular. Yeah. Uh, the, their numbers for like rerun of the Office and stuff are, are good. You'll see a lot of that. And they're going to be like a micro studio. They'll sell off the shit to Quibi that will fail, uh, and they'll sell Quibi. stuff to, to to CBS Access. And they just sold. Obviously, South Park just got sold for like a ridiculous amount of money for HBO Max. So that they're going to be more of a studio, I think. Yeah, Did they sold for fifty million or five hundred. Uh, I don't know. Once you get over, once you get to those numbers, what's the fucking difference? <laughs> Four hundred and fifty million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Mathematically, four hundred fifty million. Um, <laughs> still a huge amount of money. But like, as much as you don't want to see like a network fail or something like that, there there is you know a little part of me inside that's like that's what you get for canceling us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I'm vengeful. I'm a Scorpio. It's natural with me. I like to see you know like it's just weird shit. Like I'd like to see people who like think they know what they're talking about, like fail. Like I, there's a part of me that disgustingly that I hate myself for wanted to see Georgia just get really sick because they were the first ones that were like, this is a hoax. There's no one sick and we're going to open up and do our own thing. Yeah. Um, and there's definitely some people who, who will get this that, sh- that, you know, could have been avoided. But at the end of the day, I do want to get out of here. I do want to get back to studio work. I do want to go to work again and, 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 and make a living. So I could live. So I guess really, I'm I'm rooting for all of it, and I'll uh, I'll swallow my pride, um, <clears throat> and wear my mask uh, for as long as I could, just so that we can get back to work. Yeah. Hell yeah, you right, right, Jack. I miss restaurants. I miss yeah. eating somewhere, getting really full on stuff that's good because I didn't make it, and then you know, paying the bill. <laughs> You know, I was thinking about our, the Cubano that we ate that one time, Jack, mm-hmm. the other day. Mm-hmm. I want to do that. Yeah. Now they're well, opening up bars outside, right? Do you see this whole thing? We're yeah. all going to be like, I have a buddy in New York City who said it looks like in New Orleans in some spots. They're just literally, letting, they're just like opening up like a little bar, pushing it out on the sidewalk, and they're letting people just order beers and drinks from on the sidewalk and walk around. Yeah. Because um, LA Times wrote an article that's basically like, it was, it was in the op-ed section. It was basically like, Okay, so people, even people who like have followed the rule to a T about like not seeing people, blah, 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 everyone's getting pretty relaxed and seeing people now. So the author was basically equating it to sex, where it's like, we've been told abstinence, don't do anything, but the reality is we're going to go do it anyway. So what's the safest way to do it? And they listed out a bunch of different scenarios. And it sounds like if you have kids, this would be a nightmare. But luckily, we don't have kids. Um, but all the scenarios are like, yeah, you can like go on a walk with someone. You're such a selfish prick. Why would you say, luckily? I've been trying. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. Dude, count your blessings, Tommy. Uh, zero. Uh, but uh, all all of them were like, okay, I guess you can do this, but like one of you should be wearing a mask. It's like, wait, in all these scenarios, the idea was like no one was wearing a mask hanging out. What if everyone wore a mask and still was six feet apart? Then it sounds like a lot of things are curved. If everyone just just wearing masks and you're outside, indoors an issue because of ventilation and stuff. But if you're outside, you're with your mask, you have your distance apart. Seems like you're pretty good. Mm-hmm. 
Thought? Yeah, but who the fuck knows? I mean, now that today was, there was something else. It was like singing and breathing heavy. We we'll definitely get it. For, no shit. You're yelling and projectiling. But what about it? Not in a mask. Like running. It's like runners, though, huh? Not when you're in a mask. Yeah, but in a mask. Right? Once you got a mask, it the equation I think changes. Yeah, if you're running and huffing and puffing, going, <laughs> you're like a sprinkler. What do you do? Are you do, is that a, is that sounds like you're doing like an '80s uh, mouth mouth beat beat for a song? Did we lose Kelly? I think we did. Kelly's dead. I think man. she fell asleep. She yeah, fell asleep. I was listening to you guys talk, but I love that you said mouth beat instead of beatbox. Oh, mouth beat. <laughs> Yeah, you, know, you know those mouth beaters. Yeah, that sounds like a slur. It does. Oh man, Kelly, everything's going good with Jim's show. I listened to it yesterday. Still waiting for Jack to show up. Uh, Jack hey man, next week. Are you back next week? Yeah. It's an old recording. You haven't been there actually though recently. Yeah, he was there last week, and we're. Oh, you were here. So you record this week for next week. So you, yeah. so you. We're like two weeks ahead. Yeah, the next what? episode is so funny. It's I think it's so fucking funny. Uh, Jack, you were there for the funny? Yeah. I was. I didn't really contribute much, but I was in present. I was present. So on the YouTube channel, will Jack I'll be able to see Jack on it? You sure will. I'm excited. Sure will. What are you wearing, Jack? You are you are you getting sponsored by anyone to wear certain outfits? <laughs> yeah, I look like a NASCAR driver. Yeah, I'm sponsored by Gatorade up on the right sleeve and Sears. He's wearing. Well, Sheriff. we'll do it. No one will do. Sheriff, you how about this? Top, and then he's the bottom is race car driver, and he brought a car in. There you go. <laughs> I got a good idea though. No one can know that we're do. No one you know needs to know we're doing this. But if there's any of our listeners who want Kelly or Jack to wear like a t-shirt or something, and we will, and they, you could pay them directly. And they'll be on, you know, on YouTube for with uh, hundreds of thousands of, of watchers, you know, and wearing your band T-shirt uh, for the for the right price. That's true. We could do that. And if it does happen, uh, I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll take a management fee of 10 percent. But <laughs> because it was my idea. But anyway, I think someone's got a cap out there that Jack should wear. Maybe Jim will be like, what the fuck are you wearing? And then that will even be better for you. They go, what are you wearing? I go, oh, you this whole thing? Oh, this is the Dirty Rats band. It's one of the oh, this greatest is the dirty, yeah. rock bands you never heard of. <laughs> yep. And he'd be like, what the fuck is the Dirty Rats? I never heard of them. I mean, the more do you, and then every the more everyone says Dirty Rats, the more you get paid. Correct. Um, so Jeez, yeah, same thing. Bad. You got something for Kelly to wear, like a bow, uh, a, a ribbon or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, that becomes a something of you know, they don't, Jim and, and Forrest don't have to be in on it. Um. This this we'll know that this money goes directly to Jack and Kelly. Okay, this so is good. We'd be uh, we have a new sponsor, the Degenerate Fucks. Hmm, that's so it. Seems like a really solid vote for it. It sounds it sounds like people are really embracing this new name as as a fan name. So I think we got to go with it. You know. Yeah, I mean, I had one message here. Let me pull up my phone. It was something like he wanted to be. I vote to be a wolf bagger. Even though it looks sounds like unsolicited, this is my personal um, on my um, personal Instagram. This came, but it sounds like uh, you know. But he did say it sounds like the degenerate fucks is going to win, uh, or just a degenerate. And I don't, I don't know if we have to say fucks. You know, I'm not going to go on like another person's show and be like, "Yep, we have a bunch of fans." You know, degenerate fucks, especially <laughs> if it's a children's show, because you know I'm always getting booked for yeah. children's show. Yeah, how many invites for children's <laughs> podcast? <laughs> <laughs> 
speaking of children's podcast, you see that huge uh, that news about uh, Joe Rogan? How in the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> How in the fuck did you turn that into a transition? It's a good transition. He just went from one idea to another with a comma. It was brilliant. I'm getting good at this transition. I'm becoming a real podcaster. Speaking of computers, what do you guys think of salads? <laughs> Speaking of punching on keys, um, now he just he just signed a deal with Spotify. Hundred yeah. million dollar deal. Minimum. Hundred million dollar deal. It's at, it's at least a hundred million dollar deal. He won't have to. Uh, then we potentially won't have to hear him. I mean, I guess he maybe he still can probably pocket that other money if he wants to do small ads. But I assume that they'll take care of all the ads, and he just has to like go in and do the show now rather than worry about you know uh, this. All you know, even though he was making supposedly at one point before all these other podcasts like ours started stealing his audience, <clears throat> he was making like forty million <laughs> a year anyway. So. Uh, yeah, that's big news for the podcast where all Bart Coleman, who's, who runs that department over there, I would congratulate him as well. But uh, fuck him. Fuck Joe Rogan. Yeah. You congratulate uh, Bart Coleman on losing $100 million? No, I, th- I think it's a good move. Also, because they uh, oh, yeah. apparently Spotify is going to have like their version of YouTube, kind of like Howard Stern's on the Sato- uh, Satellite Radio wow. page. So I think what's been happening for Rogan is because uh, of some of the stuff he talks about, if 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 they don't like somebody who's on the show like a <clears throat> Alex Jones or something they literally take that down meaning mm-hmm. like because he they say he's like on the he's like a fringe someone on the fringe or the fringe people he has on sometimes so that will get pulled off of YouTube so if he's on the Spotify they'll never <clears throat> pull down his any of his videos you know what i mean wow um, that's crazy something something to think about there too uh and also he could probably do it every once without the YouTube you know them youtube taking their cut and telling them what is good and isn't good for them and so spotify is like netflixing right now they're really pivoting their business model a little bit and might blow up and get even bigger yeah well they're trying to reinvent they're trying to be the radio you know rather than say oh did you listen on radio they're like oh i was listening to spotify you know what i'm saying yeah. they're gonna be yeah. just like netflix has got Right now, Netflix is doing great because they don't have any of this other bullshit that's pulling them down. They're just literally a streaming platform. You know, Disney's got a theme parks and all this other stuff that that is taking a hit. That's going to take a uh, take a cut into what they're trying to do and the other things. And Viacom's got some of the other things, all these other things that they own, like cable and stuff like that. That that's going to hurt them. So <clears throat> I don't know. The world is changing, guys. I don't know what to tell you. Nah, I think the world's pretty much the same, huh? I think, yeah, Maybe. It, it, it's the weird thing is like, <laughs> I'm just not afraid of like every time the world changes in a big way, it's, it's a time for innovation and that's how a society moves forward. So like even with uh, the, with Jim's new podcast, it's like, we're, we're up against these obstacles, right? We launched during a time where podcast numbers are down. So it's like, Jim's worried about the numbers, the producer's worried about the numbers. And like, I'm not at all because our, our numbers are actually pretty in line with where we, where we were when we were like kind of coming up on the old one. So it's like, we started better than I thought we would, but also it just gives us a lot of room to be creative. Cause when, when things are normal, people don't really like when you're going out of the box. Cause they're like, why are you fucking messing with the, with something that works? But right now it's a good time to test things. And if you fail, you fail, fuck it, whatever, who cares? But you could, hit gold just by trying to be creative to get the word out there. So like I'm coming up with all of these different like clip ideas that we could do, or like even 
digital types of sketches and all that stuff to get more traction on the social media and all that stuff. And it's like, I don't think that I would be encouraged to do that if things were just normal, you know, I, I think right. it, if you're kicking ass right out of the gate, you're like, let's not mess with it. We're winning, yeah. you know? But right now it's like, it really is like, I'm stoked right now because my creative wheels are really turning a lot more than they have been in a long time. And it's just because I'm like, fuck it, let's try some shit. Like let's, let's throw a bunch of shit at the wall and see what sticks. And ultimately I think we're going to be better off for it because we weren't an established show before this all happened. So all of those shows are going to be doing the same thing and the same thing and the same thing. Whereas we get to, we get to come out of here completely new and, and figure out what works. So well, if you need anyone to come on to be play a game, we can do our own. Yeah, I, I think you guys should do that. Build characters, build you know, build a world around. I think that's what people like. That's what you know. Howard Stern did. You guys can play games or something that becomes a branded thing that you can almost skim off into another show. Or you know what I mean? Like the, the potential for anything when you're creating something new is that you know that could be particularly. You already have something on. Ida Cat, or I don't know about that, uh, that is different than what a lot of these comedians are doing because it's smart. And I listened to it the other day and I'm like, well, I got half of it. I got a lot of information. I really did. I learned something, yeah. which I would never learn anything from like, I, I don't know, Tiger Belly or whatever. Because they're all just about comedians sitting around bust, busting balls about things that are going on in pop culture, right? Yeah. And I'm not picking on any of them particularly. But I'm, I don't know why I said that. Beep. Uh, um, but. I'm not editing that, so. Uh, fuck it. Um, I mean, there's the point- comments on IDCAP podcast, which is just cut out the bullshit and just get back to riffing. It's like, well, everyone else is riffing, so who really cares? Yeah, right. see- there's enough. There's enough riffing, but there are going to people be people who just want to hear Jim talk about his mom's reclining chair, like <laughs> we did for. The thing is, like you, there's only so many times you can tell these great stories that you have and then you're just repeating material all the time it's like there's not there's really nothing going on in pop pop culture right now the only thing that you could even riff on is like shit in the news about coronavirus and people are fucking over talking about that so it's not you can't be like well i went to the comedy store the other day and this happened because none of that's happening so it's like we're lucky that we have this structure of a fucking new show that we can actually learn shit from, but then there's opportunities to riff on those things. Like I think people will come around to that. I, I just can't, I can't listen to 10 different podcasts of people mindlessly droning on about some shit I don't care about. Yeah. yeah. I mean, imagine what everyone right now is just like, like you all at the same time said, yeah. like you guys are doing. <laughs> there was a unison thing that went around the whole world right now at the exact same time when I said, Exactly. Now get to some fucking emails or stories or something. Nah. Nah, fuck you. Fuck them. Um, but yeah, I think that, uh, anyway, I was just saying, I wish I heard more from you, but I know, I know how hard it could be to get a word in on that show. Uh, but you, but I definitely see there's more of you right out of the gate too. Um, but you'll get, you'll, you know, you'll get your legs there. And, and I felt like Kelly was talking a good amount, uh, on the episode I was on. I felt like I had to know when to jump in because now there's like, at least Kelly's like had some exercise under her belt to figure out how to jump in. And yeah, I think I that's was- the thing too is it's just getting comfortable in the format in in all of that stuff. It's like it's been so long since I've podcasted with Jim and Forrest that you know you have you have to reestablish that relationship um, in a way that and like also. I'm going to err on the side of not talking as much because I don't want to be that person who's on the side that people are going, why the fuck does this girl keep talking when she's not, she's not even saying anything. I'm, I want to wait until I have something valuable to say. 
Um, you don't want to be like Colbert's sidekick. We're just like, why do you keep talking? I'd much rather have the comments be like, we want to hear from Kelly more than why the fuck does yeah. this keep talking to her to shut up? Leave him well, alone. Kelly, more. Kelly, if you want, you can take a little note notepad into your into these uh podcasts you're doing with jim and whenever you feel like you want to say something but you're not getting it in you just write it on the notepad and then we'll give you time on the unsolicited it'll give you like three minutes just say <laughs> i want to make a comment based on somebody make us yeah, a- and, and then you can just kind of just you could rattle off all the shit you weren't allowed to say or that you felt like you needed to say that you didn't <laughs> this will give more of a reason for people to tune in to hear to get your take on like you you wanted to tell them that i don't think i know about that I did that BTS somebody, new podcast. Somebody please make us a sting for a new segment called Shit Kelly Should Have Said. And uh we'll <laughs> we will take yeah. care of that weekly. What I what I was really thinking. Yeah. <laughs> but couldn't get it in. I, 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 never mind. I'm gonna I'll have it on my own show. Uh <laughs> and and we'll do one for Jack too. Or Jack, here's what here's my suggestion for you, Jack. It's going to be hard to get the words in and in order for you to get them in, you're going to have to have someone ask you them particularly. Yeah. So I say the more ridiculous things that you wear or do while the show is going on will be good for you. Meaning like if Jim's just doing something like talking about something and you just I'm just giving, for example, got on all fours and kind of crawled around in front of the de- desk there where Kelly is. Right. I bet that Jim would be like, what the fuck are you doing, Jack? And then you'd have to be able to talk. <laughs> right? well, see, I think the question would probably come from Forrest and then I won't know how to respond. Yeah, Forrest. Forrest going like, to put me in a box with his questions. <laughs> right. He he doesn't even. Yeah. Okay. But still, if you wore like a bow tie, uh, he'd have to go to you. You know, just just remember, like, right. Although I just figure, to- like, I'm kind of like Andy Richter, where it's just kind of like, you know, if or even less than Andy Richter, like, I'm like the Guillermo, where it's like, whenever like, <laughs> Kevin, like is like, uh, I don't know what to say next. Hey, Guillermo, what do you think? Yeah. That I'm there. I don't necessarily yeah. need to pipe in all the time, but I'm there if anyone needs a rescue. If anyone needs right. to make fun of someone as a rescue, just an out of a conversation, I'm there. Another way to get in, Jack, if like even if, whether you agree or disagree with something, like do a ridiculous like over dramatic eye roll and like, oh, and then like slap your hands on your on your lap, you know, and be like, what, what, what? You didn't like that? What's your fucking problem? And you're like, well, I personally think that would have been my move. <laughs> Okay, Tommy. Right, I'm just giving you guys some good old-fashioned old radio advice from the old days. That's what we used to do. Yeah, see? Uh, radio yeah, advice. See, back when we used to be on the old airwaves. <laughs> back with my transatlantic accent. I used to talk like this. I watched a series of uh, Hollywood on uh, Netflix. Anyone else? Good. On what? Speaking of old-timey, Hollywood on Netflix. What's Netflix? Uh, it's a streaming service, but that's not important right now. Okay. Is it like Point- HBO Max? Yeah, you'll get you'll get it soon. It's okay. not Silver Lake yet. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like Quibi? Yes, <laughs> but much better. Like, Can I turn it on the side? TV and it's longer and it's good. Ooh, yeah. I like the good part. Yeah, yeah, it, it was a good, but it was a yeah, it's like Quibi, but it was a good idea. <laughs> uh, <laughs> see, Quibi's one of those things I want to see fail. Isn't that horrible? I mean, it, no, could be the only, it could be the only work that I'm ever going to get again, but it's like there's people involved in it and people that just want to see fail. No, um, like, look, if it was like if I started Quibi, you might root for me, but because it's Katz and Jeffrey Katzenberg, who's already done a lot and it, it's like he's tapping into a market that's not hitting his wheelhouse. 
Yeah, go ahead and fail. Yeah, he thinks he's some kind of fucking guru of like future teller of what people want. The kids are doing it. They all want to do it. Yeah, they also don't want to pay for it, asshole. That's why they go to the fucking YouTube. Hey, what were you saying about Hollywood on Quibi? Oh, it was Hollywood on Netflix. Oh, right. And uh, it's really, anyway, it was really good. At first it starts a little bit like, eh, you know, like, it, it start well. I don't know. I don't know how to say this. I sound like a fucking asshole, but it starts off really, uh, you know, a little bit provocative on the gay side, right? So oh, gonna, it, 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 it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna turn. <laughs> it's going to turn a lot of people off. Well, fuck them, right? I don't care. You know, you got to power through it. If fuck you, you, you know, gays or fuck people who don't want to watch provocative. Yeah, gays. well, people who don't watch. Let's put it this way: like you know, usually like a seventy-five-year-old white man, right? Um. Uh, and but once the storyline is good, I mean, it's it's once you realize the credits come up at the end and you realize it's Ryan Murphy, then you're like, ah, I get it. Here we go. Buckle in. <laughs> Kelly, so, did you roll your eyes at me? No, nope. I, 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 we don't. I don't see any of you guys, so I just have to assume that you're disgusted. Why would oh I well, we see you. Hmm. I don't know. I tried to be as as, as PC as possible about that. What about Ryan. Um, no, about just how like the show starts off a lot like um it's 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 about it's about gay men in the, in the in Hollywood in the in the old days. Yeah, but that's So Ryan Murphy is known for telling those stories, but he's also known for being like a provocateur and he like really pushes shit to the edge. So it's he, I I hear he's a fucking terrible person, which makes sense. Yeah. But uh, he's definitely a me too. Or on the other end, he's one of these guys who like who used to love to make straight men really uncomfortable around him. Sure, yeah, he, go out of his way to do there's that. No, there's no denying that he produces some quality television that is shit that we haven't seen before. Like he really does think outside of the box. So you risk you respect him for his creative prowess and his talent and shit like that. But yeah, I, I mean, word on the street is he's a fucking monster. But we'll see. Mm-hmm. Man. He's oh, got a well. chip on his shoulder. Yeah, probably. Get it off. Or, yeah. I'm just going to stop right there before I get in trouble. Um, let's do... I don't know. Let's do a voicemail. Okay. What do you think? Sounds great. Okay. A ton of them. Does anyone have anything they want to talk about other than that? I mean, I don't have to do anything particularly. Nope. <clears throat> nope. We just okay. did for 35 minutes. All right. I love it. People are probably tuned out. It. Here we go. Hey guys, more from nightly walk. My gym's open, and I figured I have a question for you. Uh, so, the question is: Would you date a person who is your exact perfect physical type? You know the. The look that you like, the eyes, the hair, the tits, whatever that is, but your downstairs genitalia was the same as yours. Would you still date them, throw them, whatever? Just curious. All right. Hmm. So basically, he's saying, would you date a transgender person? Well, I was going to just basically. I think he's just basically on the. He's probably by the time by the time we read this, he's probably already done it. But uh, go for it, buddy. I think. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, we're behind you. Go do whatever you guys. That I I got from that that he's somebody somebody's driving around in their car just trying to justify something they've just done. Uh, I'm glad they came into us for yeah. the answer. Yeah, 
All right, we got good advice for you here. I don't know. Would I? No. But that's just my opinion. Um, I'd be more interested in if their mind was... Uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah. I don't have to really dive into this one too much. No. I, I've I've never been put in this situation. It it I think a lot of it depends on, like, are people up front about this stuff? Like, there's uh, there's... There's a lot that goes into that situation. I don't think it's a black and white answer for me. But then again, I um, don't love vaginas. um, And I don't see myself going down on a vagina. Uh, So that would would be an obstacle for me. But everything else was considered. It's like the looks part of it wouldn't matter as much to me. Did I fall in love with this person's personality or something like that? Like that's, that's way more important. Um, but I don't know that I could make a yes or no statement on that. I think it would depend mm-hmm. on the person. I love you. Like, I don't love vaginas. I'm like, well, yeah, Kelly, cause everybody just loves a penis. They're, no, I know. <laughs> they're great. Listen, I, I'm not to war with <laughs> you. These are comrades. I, I've just never, I've never gone into battle with a vagina. Uh, so I don't, well, I, I don't know that I have you you to with a vagina and live to tell the tale. I tell you. <laughs> no, I don't think I'm not in love with the vagina either. I don't think both genitalia are kind of like they're not very pretty or attractive or handsome or whatever you want to call them. They're just well, it's not because you know, like, I think vaginas are gross. It's just I don't have experience with them, so I wouldn't feel very confident um, being with somebody with a vagina. Like I've always said, if I was going to do a a threesome that was two girls and a guy, like I probably wouldn't do anything to I might make out with the girl but I probably wouldn't do anything to her but she's welcome to go down on me if she wants to fucking by all means that's great uh but I'm I'm just not you know I'm not trained and tested in those in those types of scenarios hmm a lot to think about for me now no I'm my answer is still no (laughs) (laughs) but uh but I do want to unpack this a little bit if we may uh So you're telling me that you don't have any experience with vaginas, but you've had one your whole life. I've never gone down on myself. I'm, I'm got it, got it. very flexible, got it. but I don't know how to fucking bend that way. Got it. Got that. Um, and also, you also said something earlier that I want to I go back to is that it all depends on that, if people let you know or not. So say you met this person, they didn't tell you that they were a man at one point or a woman at one point. And they look like a man, and they're, you think they're handsome, and you guys get a relationship, you start online, you go out a few times, you hook up, he, he she, it goes down on you, whatever they want to call themselves. So. I don't um, And then... They, 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 not it. Like a couch. They go down on you, and then you guys continue, and then he's like, by the way, I have a vagina. Yeah. <laughs> Are you angry at this point, or you're just too much in love? <laughs> uh, it's a tough. I like. I, I'm. I'm not even talking about just in this instance. I think like hi, like hiding big things like that. It leads me to believe that somebody could be dishonest about other shit. So I, I'm mm-hmm. very much like a too much information type of person. On on a first date with somebody, I'll tell them all of the terrible things about myself so that Mm -hmm. they know exactly what they're getting into. And I kind of just hope that people have the same respect for me so that people can make decisions based on the actual information that they have. I understand that if you're transgender, it's hard to do that up front because you don't want people to just completely um, 
rule you out based on your genitalia. I don't think that's fair, but I think there needs to be a conversation before it ever gets to a sexual point. Like if somebody, if I I found out once somebody took their clothes off, yes, that would be upsetting to me. If there was a conversation, like we had a couple dates and then there was a conversation before we ever got to the sexual point, then I can definitely respect that. And that's something that you can, you can address when the time comes, but dishonesty to me in those situations, that would be a red flag. Mm. How come you can answer these questions? So, so eloquently and intelligently. (laughs) <laughs> we go. Oh, I'm not gay. I'm not. No, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I would never do that. No penis. Push ups right uh, now. Push ups right now. I show you I'm not gay. My butthole is tight right now. I'm squeezing it tight. Out <laughs> of a penis. Uh, punch me, Jack. Punch me. Punch me right in the fucking face and then kiss me afterwards to make it feel better. Please. Those are good answers, Kelly. I, I just. I, I, I think you are ready for the. I think you're ready for big time radio. <laughs> Um, no, I think the thing is, I understand for men, it's a little bit harder because there is this stigma of like trying to prove that you're not gay all the time for some reason, like, because it's now, it's now become, you know, in the last 10 years or so, that's when it started to move to it being socially acceptable to be gay, whereas women don't have that pressure as much. So I understand the knee jerk reaction, the knee jerk reaction to that. Knee jerk reaction. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, not not at all. Um, the knee jerk reaction to that. But at the same time, I think what's really fucked up is when you look at people that are transphobic, that are seriously transphobic, a lot of those people are people that do sleep with transgender people on the low. And then they're the types that publicly shame them and publicly, publicly do this. And they're the ones who are violent towards them. Like they'll sleep with a transgender woman and then beat the shit out of her afterwards or kill them or all that stuff. So there is a fine line between being like, this is my preference or this is something that I hate. Um, so it's, it's a very muddied water. So I, I just, I think if we view everybody as fucking humans and, and this is not, it's not their fault. It's not somebody's fault that they were born in a body that they don't identify with. And it, and everybody deserves love. And so I just try to come from that perspective of like, who's, who's to say that my, my person isn't a transgender person. I don't know that, but I haven't, I haven't been in that situation. So I don't really know how I would, how I would react. Hmm. That uh, made me think of one of the lines you said there uh, that my the cousin fucker said that uh, his great grandpa Irv always used to say it's uh, it's not gay if you beat the shit out of him after. Yeah, uh. <laughs> and, and that's, how, that's how it was. You know, there were a lot of people like uh, like on the DL hooking up with dudes and stuff like that. But you know, you look at politicians, for instance, like all of these people who are voting against gay, gay rights, like you're, we're finding out that these are the ones in the fucking bathroom, like putting their, putting their hand under the door to get a little sucky, sucky action. Yeah. Like the people that are the biggest proponents against transgender rights and gay rights and all that stuff tend to be the people that have skeletons in their closet. And they're, they're barking so loud because they want to throw the scent off of their trail. But it's like, I see fucking right through you, dude. Mm. Damn. 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 You heard it here first, cut folks. You just got Republicans it. are gay. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what I said. <laughs> no, I told you said he just paraphrased. He just paraphrased. <laughs> it's all the down to the essential. I'm just doing I'm just doing news. I'm newsing it. I'm just I doing the news. Edited wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's every word has its own quote. Republicans in quotes are in quotes and then gay are in quotes. <laughs> 
I'm I'm cutting that portion down and making that into the the teaser. <laughs> this just in: the GOP gay, <laughs> gay old perverts. <laughs> Hand under the door. (laughs) (laughs) Old timey news tonight. Just coming in. Can't read all about it. Extra, extra. GOP gay. (laughs) It's all in the newsreel before it moved. Good work. That's good stuff. Good stuff. This is good radio. This is good. Smart. A little bit of comedy mixed in. Pat myself on the back. Hold on. Now quick read. All borrow cigarettes. Good for you. Good for kids. Oh, anyway, all right, guys, if you want to leave us a message, you can always email us at the unsolicited pod at gmail.com. We're on Twitter and Instagram at the unsolicited three, our voicemail one, eight, three, three, two, six, six, seven, six, six, seven, or one, eight, three, three, two morons. Uh, but you can also leave our assistant Zach jacket. That's Z a C K and then jacket. I don't know how to spell it. Um, <clears throat> like a normal jacket. Yeah, like a normal jacket, right? Not two T's, just one T, right? I think it's two T's. Yeah, I think. It's, oh, it's two cool. T's? I don't know. Where is Fuck this ugly fuck anyway? Not. Where is this fucking Mongol? I think he got COVID again. I think he got it twice. Oh, anyway, he, uh, yeah, you can talk to him, leave messages there if you're, if you're, if you feel like, even though the number is toll free, but if you feel like you don't know how to use the phone anymore, which a lot of people don't, then you can just use the internet. Yeah, um, you can call collect. Yeah. And we'll pay your phone bill. We will not. <laughs> e- email came in huh? from uh, Nikolai. Nikolai. Uh, he said, tell, hi, Telly, Jami, and Kak. <laughs> I guess that was. I think yeah. they have the wrong email, man. I think yeah. it's. No, he, he just changed a couple of the first letters, you know. I think he's trying to get a job as a writer on the show. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, guys. Thanks for the new episodes. They have been a lot of fun. Jack should really reconsider his new career as this self-proclaimed DIY guru. Though I tried to fix my toy with his advice and all I got was hemorrhoids and bad sex life. Thanks, Jack. (laughs) (laughs) That is pretty good. I'll give you points. You lost points with the telly, Jack, and CAC, but you got some there. You're back to zero. Jack points. He's he's still losing Jack points. Yeah, he lost Jack points. So Jack points are in the toilet. He tried fixing right, and then but he goes on. In the early days, you had all kinds of ideas for special episodes or activities, like watching and discussing some movies and documentaries, doing a podcast in a bar where Jack is on a date, etc. Do you have plans like that in the future? Now, don't get me wrong; I love the podcast as it is, but I always enjoy it when you guys try different things. In any case, I hope that episode one hundred will be the extra long mushroom episode. I hope that you guys uh, who wrote the, that Kelly's stories are boring. I hope the guy that wrote that Kelly's stories are boring gets the worst sunburn of their life the next time they're tanning their asshole or butthole. I just thought it sounded better with asshole. Uh, degenerately yours, Nicolia. Nikolai. Nikolai. Oh. <laughs> I got a case of Nicolia once. It was not good. <laughs> yeah, from uh, yeah, not a good case. I, agree. I hope that person does get the worst sunburn of their life on their asshole. Thank you. For- I did. I did see something where t- someone mentioned like, oh, hipsters sunning their asshole. I don't remember where it was on. Maybe it was uh, something, something, one of the million things I watch every day. Yeah, that was, um, that was the whole point of why we started talking about that. Cause that was a news story. People were doing that. Mm-hmm. You thought that was just, something I, I would, yep. 
No, no, I knew that it was uh, it was like James Brolin, right, or something burned his asshole. Yeah, like um, but I still think it is the power source, but yeah. anyway, it's another yeah. conversation. <laughs> the the um, but mm. yeah, in terms of like doing fun stuff for the podcast, I think I think we all want to do that. Um, I'm like, I've said this fucking every week. I can't wait till we're in the same room again because it's it's so much fun to podcast together. Uh, yeah. In three months of a new special episode uh, in person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we do discuss movies and documentaries. What's that? You know, we, we just, I think we do discuss movies and documentaries if they're worth discussing. I mean, there's a million shows that are just about movies and documentaries, other podcasts, but we did, we talked a little bit about some things today. I think I think. You guys have suggestions on a documentary or something that you want us to watch and talk about. Let us know and we'll all plan to watch it so we can have some notes on it. But I definitely want to do the podcast in a bar where Jack's on a date, like for sure. I think we definitely want to do a mushroom episode, but that of course we would want to do together. Um, mm-hmm. and when I can go on a date, just FYI, the mushroom episode is not going to be good. <laughs> like, I know, I yeah. know the conversations I have on mushrooms and they're not good, but we'll post it. I mean, that's fine. Well, I mean, Ellie, to be fair, last time we did shrooms, we still quote a lot that's, from that experience. We do that. We'd say that a lot. We should have recorded that. That was a good experience. That was a good experience. I, mean, I, I, more, I see it more as me definitely holding a microphone, but it's not plugged into anything. And then I'm holding it for six. And then I'm holding it for six hours because that's my trip toy. You know what I mean? Like you always have that thing. Talk like that's that you always my mushrooms. It's like, why am I holding this thing? And then I would put it down and then be like, guys, have you ever thought about fucking <laughs> universe? Well, we should, we'll have to wear like lav mics so we can just keep them clipped on uh, our shirt. We don't have to worry. And we'll just I used to have a, in a field looking at trees. I used to have a trip Smurf. Like remember when they had those little, all those million, hundreds of little Smurfs that people used to get? No. Like, bl- they're like blue Smurfs. They were like little rubber type figurines that people used to collect back in the. Oh, back in the day anyway but like i had one that was like always ended up in my hand in my pocket when i was on lsd or mushrooms and i'm like what the fuck am i doing with this thing <laughs> where did i get this from speaking of uh, it's what oh wait, sorry were you not done no 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 i just thought maybe it was gonna go over better <laughs> oh yeah. well i mean that is, that is weird but um have you guys seen the new docu the documentary on netflix about psychedelics yes i have but i didn't get to watch it because I started it and my girlfriend doesn't get it. And I'm like, you just don't get uh, it. It's I heard horrible. it's a terrible documentary. You what? Uh-oh. I heard it's not a good documentary. I'm sure it's horrible. You're just supposed to be tripping when you're doing it. No, I thought I thought it was great. It's it's basically just celebrities telling their stories of the times that they were on acid or mushrooms or something. Like it's it's not you're not learning anything about psychedelics per se, but it's just like there are certain people that are more entertaining than others for sure. Like Sarah Silverman's story. It's like basically people telling their stories and then it's animated what they're going through. I thought, I thought it was hilarious, but I've never mm. done acid before. I would like to do acid at some point. Mm. Sorry, mom. I'm sorry about or, or like I've done, or like uh, peyote. They make sound pretty awesome in it too. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised. I was surprised how much sting. Yes. Yeah, you know, acid head he was. <laughs> and he's done it. He's always talking about like peyote trips and Problem stuff in the like desert. Sting, <clears throat> Sting had the most airtime, I think, and he's not. He's not a very dynamic storyteller. So it's like mm-hmm. you wanted more people like Sarah Silverman because you really get into her stories. And even though hers was short, it's like that's something that stuck out for me. Whereas Sting kind of like droned on a little bit, and you're like, all right, get to the part where you fucked a cow or whatever you did. Mm. He helped a cow give birth, Jack. 
Well, a lot, lot of cow fucking on peyote. So hard looking at a slot machine that he threw up. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, we'll make our own documentary. Yeah, tales hmm. from the strip. Yeah, I got a I got a voicemail here from Milan. Haven't heard from no him way. in a while. No way, our buddy. No. Yes, I believe it or not, Jack, it is here. Check it out. Prove it. Hi guys, it's Ilan from Canberra. I know you already know this because my name comes up, but you know, Tommy said he liked my voice, so I'm just speaking extra just for you, Tommy. I'm going to go to sleep to this tonight. Um, so I'm on the dating scene again. What happened was my uh, the last lady I was seeing was not ready to be with someone who all of a sudden has sole custody of their children. So um, my question is, I'm 42, nearly 43. At what age gap, when the lady is younger than me, does it become a pathetic middle-aged cliche? Don't get me wrong. I'm open to dating someone older than me or younger than me. But I'm just wondering, at what age does it make me look like a dirty old man if I'm going out with someone younger than me? Thank you for your advice. I look forward to the responses. Bye. Bye. Um. I guess we're almost exact. We're right around the same age, <clears throat> uh, and I guess it also depends on your where you live, your stature. Uh, I think there's a lot of things like that. Like, like I wouldn't. I think the gap. I don't know. You guys tell me if you think this, the gap is like not as as significant if you live in a place like Los Angeles and in, in in this industry maybe uh, as it would if you lived in a small, you know, conservative town somewhere. The way I uh, speak, like it, it like it, just don't don't uh, give up the things that you want or need in a partner because you're looking to date. Like it, if you're dating a 25 year old, but she's mature and you guys have a lot of things in common and you're in your goals align and your lives align, then fuck it. Who gives a shit what anybody thinks? But if you're dating somebody who's 21 because you like the idea of having a younger girlfriend and she's hot and, you, and she's good in bed, then that that to me is what becomes the cliche. Like I, I, and I think people recognize that too, when you're with somebody who isn't on your level in terms of maturity and all that shit, like a 21 year old can carry themselves a lot older. So the age, I don't think really matters that much. Right. I, and I, they're still in college. Uh, no, yeah, don't do that. I mean, there, you can be you can be super mature, but there's something that even a mature 21 year old will not understand about being 42 and having kids and, and all that stuff. So there's probably not a whole lot in common there. But I think I think 25 is probably the lowest you should go. But that person should you should know that they're ready to take on the responsibility of having kids and all of that stuff. I, you're, you're probably best off dating somebody 30 and up. Here's here's let me let me weigh on this because it actually is like my world a little bit too. Um, I think that you'd be surprised how unfun or not fun, whatever the proper English would be for this to say this, but um, it would be to be with someone who I I was like almost pushing forty. Well, I would say before I met Jack when I was pushing forty, and um, I dated sometimes every once in a while someone who was in their twenties or low twenties, and I can't I'm, I can't tell you how many times I was like disgusted in, in a way that like it, it doesn't make sense anymore because they don't get the things that you get right. like if you're 40 if he, if he's exactly my age we, alan and i went to high school when there was typing and no computers the internet wasn't invented until the day he graduated until after he graduated high school 
Um, they're, they're, and, and that doesn't make you like, you know, not good with those things or whatever, but it's a different culture altogether. And some of the little things that we enjoy about, uh, growing up, uh, mainly in the nineties for the most part or the late eighties is like, they don't get any of that. You find, I found, I found myself explaining who people were, uh, explaining jokes that I made about things that, you know, you should know, or, or someone your age would understand And it just becomes more work than it's worth just because they may be hot. Right. Uh, all that stuff fades too. Yeah, definitely. Because not only are they getting older, but also you bore with anything in this world and you have to find ways to make it interesting. And if the core thing of there of someone not understanding you is not there to begin with, you're dead in the water. It's going to end regardless. You know what I mean? Because all the other great sex or looks and all that other stuff will fade and not be the same after a certain amount of time. Yeah. Uh, that also being said, if you do date someone younger, there are, are things that you have to consider like that make it if the, if they're no association to you, if, like Jack said, if they're not in college, it doesn't look weird. If if you're not a friggin high school teacher and they were a student of yours at one point, uh, exactly. even if the, even though they're of age, that's something if if you're not dating someone, if their parents, you know them and they're the same age as you, you know, <laughs> these are like those are all things that like. They definitely, definitely play a factor in it that you've heard of. You're like, what? He's dating his daughter? Like he was in my high school class. Like that would be grounds for ass kicking and just creepy weirdoness, right? Yeah. So yeah. they also can't have any association to like your world um, because it's just it's just a bad look and it just, it just you know. So th- those are definitely factors as well. But like I'll agree with Kelly in the, in the sense that, you know, love is love as long as, you know, you are thinking about those things. Uh, and realizing that uh, 21 is not the same as 20 uh, as 42 and the worlds that you guys grew up in are different. Um, I don't know. But yeah. Well, when did the show get smart? I don't know. <laughs> I think we've always been, we've always sprinkled in a little bit of smart. We say it was smart every once in a bit, Tommy. That's yeah. why we got Jack to dump it down. <laughs> well, Come he, he comes in right from the gets to go. He comes in there all hot and stuff. And I, I and any, IQ down to the single digits. <laughs> Thank you, Jack. Jack's probably needed that out of all of us. He just doesn't have as much life experience. That's the difference. Oh, Jack could have went to any school he wanted to. Yeah, Jack. Jack's very. No, that's not true. I was denied from a lot of the schools I applied to. <laughs> well, we were trying to give you a compliment, but way to fucking out. Yeah, Jack, just go with it, man. Jesus. <laughs> Maybe he's not that. Fuck you guys. I'm trying to <laughs> stay honest. <laughs> Thanks, guys, but, you know, it, it's a lot of hard work and dedication, uh, really. <laughs> Thanks, guys, but I am a certified stupid, so everything you say does not matter. <laughs> Got a message here from Matt Peer just now. It said, hey, guys, uh, listen to that last episode. Thanks for the pitch. I got, you know, um, I was listening to it when I was, on, I listened to it twice when I was on my Bobcat, and I'll share my, <laughs> oh, I'll, yeah. I'll sh- and I'll share my, my, uh, my music video on, uh, uh, on the group that you guys are all have, because we do have a group. It's called the unsolicited podcast group. That's on Facebook, uh, that people have. What? Yeah. There's another group. And I said, I, he said he loved the urban dick. Kel bags had me in stitches. I don't even remember what I said, but I have no idea. What urban up, dick Kelly? is. Good work. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Way to go, Kel. Thanks. Kel, you really could put some people in stitches. I'll give you that. You made him fall. You got it, kid. I had to go to the hospital. And get you some got stu- something there, kid. Oh, I'm stick not with it. Medical bills, Matt Peard. <laughs> Yeah. Um, should I read this email from Simon Kelly? Sure. You can hey, do guys. that, yeah. Loving the podcast as usual. I am currently working nights as a security guard, part of which is just hanging out in a hospital car park. That's a parking lot for all you Americans. Mm. I I said that he didn't say that because 
whatever. Oh, right. So I've always got a podcast. That would, be, that would sound arrogant. Yeah. Yeah. So I've always got a podcast going in one year to keep me company. I listened to Jim's new podcast. First one was great, and I think there's a lot to build on there. Kel, you did a great job, but I think you have the easiest task judging if Jim is confident talking shit. Can't wait to hear Jack on it. Jack Forrest and Jim together have awesome chemistry, and it's always piss funny. I thought the topic of war on drugs was a good one and one I have read a bit about before, especially the rat park experiments in Portugal's decriminalization and treating addicts as victims instead of criminals. Is it true they may be releasing prisoners serving time for dope-related charges in California now? Cannabis is legal. Okay, better go. Love you guys. Bye. Um, yeah, I have the easiest one. but my, So it was my idea to judge Jim on on those three categories. And my initial idea was that we were all going to judge him on each of the categories, but then, then that would just take too much time. So obviously the expert has to do it on accuracy. Um, so Forrest just picked believability because Forrest knows, like Forrest has known Jim for so long that he knows what to believe and not to believe. And, uh, to be fair, if you watch this week's episode, I did not give Jim a high score on confidence at all. I think I gave him a three or a four, maybe. So I'm I'm coming in hard on this shit. Yeah, Forrest you gotta be honest. Forrest puts he, up a fight. Forrest puts up a fight for sure. Yeah. He he. Yeah, I like when you give you you shouldn't just give him high scores because sometimes he just you know. Well, you but, have to keep it honest. You have to keep it uh, real. I mean, if, I, if people I, I realize it. I really am honest. And like it, this week was the first time that Jim did like every other time Jim was just so confident in everything he said. It's like it's hard not to give him a 10 because he is so confident in the shit that he's saying. But this was the Saudi Arabia was the first topic that he's just like he knew that he didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. And he would always be like, well, I think think blah 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 and so i was like oh he's not confident so i gave him a three so i'm gonna be Owned. tough i'm gonna be tough as fuck tough kelly tough kelly, <laughs> uh, kelly. in terms so of uh, releasing prisoners serving time for dope dope you mean like fucking heroin and crack and all that shit i don't know i don't know what's going on Mar- marijuana well but dope and, mar- and marijuana are totally different things so is dope not marijuana? No, uh, people call it dope, but I would assume I would put more dope into an opioid. Yeah, that's oh. what, so. I, I'm not clear on the question. They, I think they are releasing prisoners based on cannabis charges from the past. I don't know that they're extending that to all drugs. So if that's the question, I have no idea. But if it's just about- yeah, definitely marijuana. I don't think the other ones. Yeah, I don't think. I think, yeah. I think the low level marijuana ones, like possession of a certain amount, or. But like selling in a time when it was still illegal, like I think they're upholding some of those because if you're like a big time selling of marijuana when the law was the law, you can't just be like, you know. Did I ever tell uh, you the story of the kid I went to high school with that was a big time uh, weed dealer? Nope. Okay. So Mm. this is is a fucking bonkers story. Shout out to Ethan. Okay. So uh, I went to high school with a kid named Bobby. And, uh, he was new to our school, I think my junior year of high school. And he was, you know, he wasn't like in the popular crowd, but he was friends with everybody. And so everybody kind of knew who he was. He was an athlete, blah, 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 whatever. So senior year of high school, he, we go on break for Christmas and then he never comes back. And a lot of people were like, where the fuck did Bobby go? Blah, blah, blah. And then people were making jokes about it. And and I always felt really uncomfortable that people were making jokes. 
they're like, well, maybe he's dead or something. And I'm like, guys, we don't, we don't know what happened to him. Like, but nobody's heard from him. So this is fucking weird. So the entire rest of senior year happens, never hear from him again, blah, 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 whatever. So then I'm in my freshman year of college, my second semester and my best friend from high school, Laura texts me and she's like, check CNN right now. And I was in, I remember I was in my uh, sign language class in college and I went out into the hallway and I looked on CNN and on the front page of CNN, um, there was a news story and it was that Bobby had been, uh, beaten with baseball bats and buried alive, uh, due to a failed drug deal. So what none of us knew was like, Bobby was this major, major, major drug dealer and none of us Sorry. That was a complete accident. I swear to God, but it's funny. Uh, So none of us knew that he was a major drug dealer. So he went to Arizona to do this like $80,000, $90,000 deal or something like that. And it went wrong. I think they like tried to steal the drugs from him or something happened. They beat him, buried him alive. And then they found him a year later. And that's what fucking happened. Isn't that oh, shit. insane? He was in high school? Yeah. He was a senior in high school, and he was like the top 10 like most wanted drug dealers, apparently, in Illinois, or maybe even the country. I don't know. I can't remember all of the specific details, but like, just blew my fucking mind. Uh, sounds like he got in over his head. Oh, my God, Tommy. Seriously? No, no, no. That wasn't supposed to be a joke. I'm, I'm telling you, like, a 17-year-old kid doesn't sounded like to be that. sounded like a live joke. <laughs> that was like a side joke, dude. Uh, yeah, I didn't wasn't even think I'm not that I'm not that smart. Um, but but it like it sounded like when you're 17 years old that like it starts with a small drug deal and someone's like, hey, can you get rid of this much weed? And he's like, oh yeah, I, I could do that. And then it just gets big because you're so dumb and so not you don't even have like a real plan. You're just like yeah, you just, and, like, and you have this start, confidence of like you can do these things. But it was you like, realize that you're, you you don't have any protection. Yeah. you know that's really what it comes down to when you start dealing is like you you can get ripped off you know very easily you're not you're not dealing with people who have who have morals about you know correct business practices right and he probably he probably went there by himself and he's just like this kind of he was probably like six feet but a, a skinny dude like it's not like he was going to be able to ha- handle himself if there was a fight but it's just like that was so crazy to me because like a, just the fact that people can do that. Like, it, it's hard for my brain to understand the evil that lives in other people's brains. But, like, but also that I knew somebody that that happened. To. Like, buried alive? Like, that sounds mm. so fucking terrifying. I can't even begin to find it. reminds me of the casino scene with, like, Pesci and his brother when they basically be like, come on, he's still breathing. And they start to bury them both while they're still breathing after beating the shit out of him. Jesus. Horrible. But, um... But yeah, uh, if you're going to do get into big business, you have to realize that you need to take some of your profits, unfortunately, are not going to be are going to have to be split out to other people for protection. Can't do big drug deals alone. Extra, extra. Read all about it. (laughs) (laughs) Kelly Zabinski giving advice on how to do drugs. (laughs) No, Tommy Caprio is. Tommy Caprio is giving advice. Well, Kelly started it with the story. Oh. Yeah, my advice was don't get buried alive. Yours was a lot. That's good advice. Yeah. Yeah. Bad businessman, buried alive. (laughs) (laughs) I hope he's not listening to this. Uh, He's probably listening from (laughs) from from under the ground. Uh, Rude. (laughs) Dude, Kelly, is it like you're back in high school again? 
No, not really. But that that started. I had my four years in college. I knew twenty six people that died. That was the first one. So twenty six. Yeah. Like people your age, kind of. Uh, most of them. Yeah. The only people that died that were older were my grandpa when I was in college, and then my mom's best friend when we were growing up. Um, she that was a crazy like when when I had attempted suicide in high school she came to the hospital and gave me this Tiffany's necklace and she's like please don't ever do something like this again and she ended up committing suicide when I was in college so it was a really really fucked up but but most people like don't experience death on that level and so that's why like now when somebody dies I'm I think people are a little weirded out by how quickly I'm able to bounce back from it because they think that I like don't mourn but it's just like when you've had when you've experienced that much death in your life it, you kind of just fall into the all right well this is what fucking happens <laughs> like yeah shit. now now i get understand the black heart yeah <laughs> where that came from yeah I've, I've, uh you know what i i look i just recently did a little survey of something because somebody sent me um a, a video somebody sent me a message it was really weird like a day or two ago and it was on my phone and it was like there's like music but then there's a bunch of little kids singing uh, rapping or ch- trying to rap, you know? And I was like, where the fuck did this come from? What is this? And then there's a, a verse in it was like, hey, my name is Caps and I like to rap. And da, da, da. and I'm like, holy shit, is that me? And it was like, and then the video was like, oh, 1984, 85, right? <laughs> and uh, apparently someone had like an old cassette tape that like my football team did when we went and we were, we were probably seven or yeah, about seven years old or whatever, six years old. Uh, when we did like a rap song, like the Super Bowl shuffle, like the Bears did, you know, that same year, yep. 85. So it was 85. Um, and I'm thinking, you know, and I'm listening to all these voices and you can say, my name is Ricky and I'm, but, but, and I'm like, holy shit, there must've been four or five dead dudes on this thing, you know, who are my age or just a year younger or whatever, uh, you know, drug overdose or Ricky, uh, or, or suicide or whatever, whatever the case may be. And so it made me think about, uh, all these people as well. Uh, and, but so that kind of sucks for you, but it, I, you also have a very similar story to my brother, Joey, who just had like a a string of bad luck through college. And it was just like, if it wasn't suicide, it was just somebody overdosing in a pool or, you know, just the most random falling asleep behind the wheel of a car, just the most random things. And he also has the same type of, uh, response to, you know, that type of, you know, bad news. Um, <clears throat> I think you kind of grow, you grow callous, you know, you have to. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, it still hurts every time, but there's, it's just, you know, that's just life. Like, we're all mm-hmm. going to die at some point and we never know when our time will come. So, um, it's, it's worth like, I think the only time that it really gets to me is like in that situation with Bobby where it's like, I know he suffered when somebody like really suffers through their death that like really gets me. But when people die like peacefully or something like that, it's a, it's a lot easier to let go of. Like, of course you're going to miss that person, but as long as they didn't go through something super tragic, it's like, okay, well, it happened. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, when you're older too, when when someone's older, it, it's easier to swallow as well. Yeah. Oh, thanks for bringing us down. You're welcome. Bringing us down. Way to go. That's Kelly Blackheart, everyone. <laughs> Kelly Blackheart. It's bringing us all down. Sorry for that guy who probably thinks that story was so boring that was a good story jack bring us back up yeah i have a game we can play Woo! Woo-hoo! all right 
Yes. I was not ready for that, but let's do it. Okay. So you can play. Is this a blues artist I made up, or is this a heavy metal band that I made up? Which game do you want to play? Blues artist or heavy metal band? Blues. Hmm. Heavy metal band. Yeah. Okay. I heard one vote for heavy metal, one vote for blues. <laughs> Right, we did we really do that? We both went opposites. Opposites. We can do heavy. Okay. All right, booze band then. I think booze band would be funny. <laughs> Heads is metal. Tails is blues. Tails it is. Blues. Okay. The Reverend Lenny Pollock. Um. It's too. That's real. Oh, yeah, I feel like it has to be real because it's like too out. I don't know what the word I'm looking for. Um, no, I think there's actually a, Renny, a, a Reverend Wendy Pollock who was not a booze magician. Go ahead. Magician. Nope. Made it up. Made it all up. Wow. Yeah. You know the best part about yep. this? We're going to find out how good of a liar Jack is and we're never going to be able to trust him again. Never. Next hmm. name. Blind Lemon Jefferson. That's real. Yes, real. That he is real. What about Big Joe Turner? Fake. Uh, fake. Real. Fuck. Kelly, Joe Turner, fucking, very real. You sounded so confident. I wasn't it's almost like you're from chicago and you're like oh yeah i've seen big dead turner whatever his name was <laughs> what about lightning hopkins real fake real oh. headlights slim fake real headlight slim is fake yeah are you just doing real fake, real fake, real fake at this time? Damn it. Why am I not picking up on the strategy? No, I'm, oh, I'm not voting initially on the strategy, but then I realized that he he did, he did try to mix them up. So now I'm actually listening. It up. You're never going to know because I don't know what's coming. <laughs> oh, yeah, mix Excalibur. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> uh, real. Excalibur is real. Yeah, Excalibur is real. Uh, how about Little Ronnie Johns? That's not real. Yeah, I'm gonna say that's fake. That's not tough enough. Fake. Yeah, it's not tough. That's that one's shit. Yeah. Fuck. Um, was it real or fake? It, it was fake. Little yeah. Ronnie is not real. How about Big Bill Brunzi? Mm, that could be. Real. Yes, real. I'd go see yeah. Bill Big Brunzi. Big Bill Brunzi's very real. Mm. How about Professor Longhair? That's real. That's totally fake. Real. Professor Longhair is real. Yes. Who won? Who was winning this game? Are you keeping score or are you just reading shit? I'm winning. What kind of game doesn't have a fucking count? I don't know. It's not a good one. This is like uh, playing blackjack with no money. Yeah. Uh, it's, like when, it's like when you played war with a friend for no reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just never get through the deck of cards and then like, oh, then, then, we just, then we'll just give them out right. again and then... Yeah. All right. Um, Sweats McGee. <laughs> Fake. Real. Fake. I think Kelly's winning. Yeah, I'm definitely Yeah, she's definitely winning. Sweats McGee. Howlin' Wolf. 
Howlin' Wolf. Howlin' Wolf? Oh, Howlin' Wolf is real. I know him. Yeah, I know of him. I've heard his work. Good. That was a gimme. How about Memphis Slim? Uh, I'm going to say real because he's had a Slim before that was fake. I'm going to say real, too. You're playing very logical. I'm just know there's just Memphis Slim. Real. Memphis Slim is correct. Memphis, Memphis Slim is real. How about Mick the Shark Denison? Real. Fake. Mick Denison is a real name. Mick the Shark Denison is made up. Wow. I made him up. How about Catching. Jimmy Jameson? What is it? Jimmy Jameson? Yeah. I mean, it sounds like a good blues name, so I'm going to say real. It's it's not real. It's not real. It's wow. Not real. Somebody sounds like they're catching up. But I would listen to Jimmy Jameson. <laughs> It's like Jack looking around his house. He's got like a bottle of Jameson, Jimmy Jam, Jimmy Johnson, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Jameson. Yep. Yeah. That's a good one. About- like, wait, do you guys remember that episode of Family Guy where he go? I can't remember where he go. I think, I think Brian's like in rehab or something like, I don't remember where he is. And they, he goes to this place and somebody's like, what's your name? And Peter's like trying not to give his real name. And then he like looks over at somebody else. They're eating peas and he's like pee. And then there's a woman crying. He's like tear. And then a Griffin flies by. And he's like Griffin, Peter Griffin. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This one's going to get you murky waters. Real. That's so fake because you, you're trying to just you just stole from muddy waters yeah. and made it murky. <laughs> okay, how about salty waters? Ooh. Wait, it was fake, right? Yeah, murky waters is fake. What about right. salty waters? Salty waters has got to be real unless he's trying to trick us again. No, I think it's fake again. It's fake. Oh, yes. Now what about? What about do one more and then we'll do something else. Brackish waters. What is it? Brackish waters. Also fake. What brackish? Brackish Brackish. of salt and fresh water. It's like when like a lake runs into an ocean or something. Brackish water. You really went. Anyway, okay. Here's the real. Oh, here's like a real competitive one. Okay. Okay. You guys ready? Yeah. Moses King. Real. Fake. Fake. I was just gonna yeah. and you just played an artist or a name I made up. A game with no winner or loser or any real form of competition. <laughs> Thank you, Jack. Thank you for that. The elements were made up, but the competitive part of the game was not. That well, part next time, not next time we'll keep a score, and then we have. There's got to be some stakes. Stakes are always fun. Mm, I love. Ooh, stakes. Uh, I could go got a message here though. Just came in, Jim James. Who? James. Hey guys, James from Australia here. Just trying to take a dump. And I'm trying to score a touchdown. That's a that's a good word for Urban Dictionary. What's what does touchdown mean? Um also a good question for Kelly and Jack. How did the idea behind Jim's new podcast come about? Love your work. Thanks guys. Uh, a touchdown, I believe, is when you the, the when the poop original uh, leaves your butt and, and lands in the bottom of the top bowl. Like we have a touchdown. All right, go ahead. But Jack uh, Kelly, you can answer that question if you want about the podcast. Jack, do you want to answer? Or do you want me? You can do it. 
I don't really uh, remember. I, I wasn't there for the, the meetings and the genesis of the idea, but basically I think what happened is Jim was meeting with multiple podcast networks essentially. And, um, the one that we landed on just didn't want, um, another comedy podcast where there's no direction. And so they basically were like, there needs to be some sort of theme. And Jim, uh, you know, Jim very much so is the guy that finds out one or two facts about something and then speaks about it very confidently when he's out at bars talking to women or talking to anybody. He'll just focus on these two facts. So he's like, has this giraffe story, which you'll hear on the podcast um, this week, actually. I think he told the giraffe story. But um, basically, he would pretend that he used to work at the zoo. Um, and he was like a giraffe specialist because he knew two facts about giraffes. And so he would just tell these two facts and then women would be like, so interested in him because they love animals, but they don't know. He said, and in his words, they don't know fuck all about giraffes. Um, and so he would like get a girl interested and then she'd be like, well, can we go to the zoo? And then he's like, well, then I'd have to ghost her. So basically it was just kind of one of those things where like you're at a party and as, as long as somebody speaks confidently about something, there was really no, before the internet, there was no way to fact check people or test it out. So um, just kind of became one of those things where it's like, how much, how much does a regular person know about all these things that they speak so confidently about? Um, and the answer is not much. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's your answer. That's your answer. And that's how that podcast was born. Mm-hmm. And that's actually, I'm really annoyed that you're going to have to have a theme when it first, when it first came up, I'm like, ah, fuck this. Like, but I'm glad that we do because I think this sets it apart. Um, and I'm, I'm having fun learning about shit. Like I wasn't ever going to look any of this stuff up. So it's fun to be able to learn. Yeah. Learning's fun. Wow. I like to learn too. Yeah. Our friend Charlie's back from Rotterdam. Hey guys, it's Charlie. Um, I didn't really have anything to ask or say, so I thought, you know, I'll look up a, a would you rather. So, would you rather have sex with your cousin or not have sex with your cousin, but let the world think that you did? Oh, this is... So, just, let me know. Okay, bye. This is similar to one of those questions. Would you rather fuck a fucking pig? Blah, blah, blah. Um, Would you... Uh, I just don't... I just... I, I don't know. I mean, I guess, you know, being a celebrity that I am, I don't care what other people think. No, um... <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Yeah, you don't want. I, I don't really want to fuck my cousin. It's better. I, I'd rather just be able to sleep at night knowing what I know. People are going to say what they're going to say and believe what they're going to believe. What if it hurts your career? What if it's like, oh, we're not going to hire you because you you screwed your cousin? Yeah, we heard you're a cousin fucker. Um, I mean, and then there's also the other logic is like, well, if I'm going to get blamed for it, I might as well enjoy it, right? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> pretty shit. Hmm. No. No. I think at the end of the day, you have to. Sleep in your own bed, not with your cousin, and look yourself in the mirror and not fuck yeah, your cousin. I'm already sleeping with my cousin. I, what if I, what what then? What, what does my cousin about? look like? There's a lot of the factors. Yeah, there's a lot of factors. <laughs> like, think <laughs> about your cousins. Is it first cousin, second cousin, I third cousin? I would pick a very cousin. Cousin. That's super hot. 
and I would be sleeping the whole time. If what? You slept with your cousin? Yeah. I'm like, listen, did she say did she, did she have- say sleep with your cousin or have sex with your cousin? I mean, I, because there's that's a loophole in the question. A loophole. Um, I don't know. I, I rumor, rumors travel so fast that it's like that's probably not going to be the worst rumor that comes up about me in my future. So, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, if Woody Allen can still make movies after like marrying his daughter or whatever, okay. Yeah, but he's a man. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Different. Well, then you'll probably live it off and it won't matter. Yeah, I I mean, I don't, I can't pick a cousin that I would like to sleep with. So that's a tough question. Hmm. Next week we will. Yeah. Tune in. Next week. Kelly we'll picks a cousin she would bang. If we had to. Oh, I, have, I have cousins named Rainbow, Sunshine, and Night Snow. Do Night Snow. No, I don't want to. He's not. Oh, cute. okay. You have cousins with those names? What's that? Yeah, the hippie I, side of the family we don't know yeah, about? Yeah, I've got some hippie cousins. Or hippie mm. aunts and uncles. I got a message here from Charlie. Let's do this one and then we'll that. figure out what to do. Charlie? With no, you just Char- do- Charles Gibson. Sorry. Hi, oh. guys. Oh. It's Charlie here from England. Thought I'd send you a message this week for the next episode. Looking forward to it. Definitely need some cheering up from you guys this time. So uh, me and my girlfriend of three years, living together three years, just broken up. So feeling a bit shit, but um, there you go. That's life, I guess. Um, but hey, life goes on. Shit timing of the quarantine. Now I can't even go out and get, get fucked up. <laughs> so there we go. Um, but anyway, not to bring a downer on things. I do apologize. You know, sometimes you just want to vent. Um, but yeah, anyway, I, I do have a question this week. Um, I thought it would be like a would you rather, and I thought of this one the other day, and would you rather live in a world without colour or a world without sound? I think it's quite a cool one. But um, anyway, guys, I, I look forward to the next episode. Bye. Sorry. Well, yeah, let's, let's address the first thing. Goodbye to colour. How oh. did you do that? I've been trying to do that. Uh, I've been <laughs> living with someone for two years now the best part is like sorry for bringing this down i just told a story about how my friend was beaten alive and <laughs> beaten and buried alive um yeah well he didn't know that when he sent the I, message he no, thought I we know. were gonna be talking about doing cartoon noises podcast up what yeah he brought it up um the good news for charlie is that he is a hot voice you know i'm not i'm not really into accents but he's got a good he's got a good voice mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. his best course of action right now is to start dating over the phone um and you can, <laughs> you still can't get fucked up just at your house, and that's fine. I'm bringing, I'm bringing this good happy sounds to bring it up. Yeah. Also, I selfishly, I have to say that it's nice to hear a guy be torn up about a breakup because I, seriously, <laughs> they're so loud. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, uh, J- Charles, uh, Charlie, whatever you want to be called. No, Charles. I think I don't, I, I'm being proper. Charles, do, I think you should. Uh, you, dude, is a big. He's a good looking guy. I'm looking at a picture of him here, by the way. He's going to be fine. I haven't seen him. I know you live with somebody or used to something. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> good Lord. Oh, my God. Knock it off. All right. Done. Uh, <laughs> but he'll be fine. And. Uh, 
<clears throat> I, forgot <laughs> I forgot what the would you rather would. Uh, he did. Would you rather live in a world with no color or no sound? Oh, I already live in a world with no sound, so I need the color. Uh, if I lose that, I, I might as well just be like a, a, a dog sitting on a porch. Just the thing would be you'd be able to hear if you lived in a world oh. with no color. I would live in. I'd rather have no color. Yeah, for sure. I'd, I'd say no color. Yeah, because I enjoy music too much and also communicating with other people. Yeah. and I know people who are colorblind and they seem to just be do fine. I mean, they dress like shit, but but they're fine. I mean, yeah, but like a black and white world would be pretty neat. Like you could watch those old movies. Like the lighting's pretty neat. Like that'd be fine. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'd be totally fine with no color. The only thing it would affect is like maybe when you're doing mushrooms or something like that, where you're like, "Ooh, colors, that's cool." But I mean, I'd find some just see tones move. What? Not as cool. Black and white trails. Black and white trails, man. Fuck yeah. yeah. With no sound, I mean, that would be that would be really tough. Yeah. But, but, I, but I didn't want to just glaze over. I'm, I'm sorry that I know it must hurt to lose love, but uh, you'll be fine. Trust me. You'd be better off if it wasn't going to work. Yeah, uh, better off doing it now and moving on and finding something that does work for you. Um, yeah, you're, you're never too old to find the one. Mm. That's a good st- statement. Unless you're over fifty. No, I'll be saying that for sixty That's more years, probably. My best friend who listens to this, Colleen, her mom uh, married this fucking amazing guy like five years ago, and they're in their sixties, I think, and like they're living their fucking best life. They just moved to California last year. They live in Long Beach, down the street from Colleen. They live on the beach. They get to walk around. Like there, there's there's always time to find somebody that you love. Or, or, it, or if you don't want to fucking be with anybody, that's fine too. But there's, it's not the end all be all. And a lot of the relationships that you think are the one, if, if you break up, there's a reason that you break up. They weren't working. So something wasn't working for you or the other person. You want to be in a relationship where you're both choosing to be in that relationship. And th- that's out there. Yeah, I, I was I was talking about this on my on my other podcast, but like I think movies and and fantasy stories have kind of made you know some people feel like uh, unless it they have that whole like moment when they have to come running out of the airport and hug each other, and I'm not leaving, you know, then it, they can't like they're not really finding the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's sometimes it's not all razzle dazzle and, and 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 hearts and rainbows. It's just yeah, this is this works. Yeah, and it's not. There's nothing, you know, that doesn't always happen. And and you never know when that strikes. Yeah, exactly. So you'll be fine, but it fucking sucks. And you're allowed to, you're allowed to be sad about it and you're allowed to have your feelings, but don't, don't think that it's over for you because it's not. Mm -hmm. You'll find plenty of other people that'll break your heart before you find the one. Don't worry. (laughs) That's the truth. So guys, we, um, we are about an hour and 30 minutes into this show and it's been really fun. And, uh, yeah, it's been really smart and good conversation. So, it's like, so good part. Yeah, and I and I there's definitely still a ton more of emails and questions that we haven't got to, and some people finally got those in this week. But but I hold them, and we will get to them eventually, um, unless they're like start to get weird. When there's there's some here that are just like, hey, we just we're gonna it looks like we're gonna get shut down for a quarantine. I'm like, nah, that's about about four sixty uh, seventy five days late, but <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get to it. <laughs> Hey guys, are you guys being locked down? I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> We're Can't like, use anymore. should have probably done that three weeks ago. Yeah. There's, There's a, a vaccine thing called already. Like, We're not being locked down. What's going on? 
Yeah. Are you still are you laying down doing this podcast? Me, yeah, of course. I was gonna lay down, but I know I would probably fall asleep. Like I'm going right back to sleep after this, no doubt. <laughs> I'm having. And I'll wake up around seven thirty and eat. I think I might go for a walk. I went for a run yesterday, Ew. and now my legs hurt. So now I just need to, but I need to keep moving. That's the key to life. You went just yacht. keep swimming. Mm-hmm. Need to, are you guys getting any exercise in? Yeah, I have a spin bike. And I'm doing these like physical therapy exercises for my back and stuff like that. Jack stairs in my house. <laughs> just go up and down. You just go up and down those a lot. To get water. Uh, to be young, it would be great. You don't like I, I I take two days off from even just eating whatever I want and then I, I, I turn to shit. Yeah. Physically and mentally. I had some Pinot Noir. I've been drinking a lot, obviously. Uh I had a lot of Pinot Noir yesterday and I realized Pinot makes me like feel like shit the next day. I mean, granted, it was a bottle, but I should, I can crush a bottle of rosé without a problem. But yeah. uh, Pinot makes me feel like anxious and shit. And kind of like, I can just feel like my spine feels like it's on fire. I'm drinking Infandel right now from my box of 15 bottles of wine. I know. You got a bunch yeah. of wine. Yeah, I've been, we've been drinking a lot of wine here. And then I brought it up yesterday to Jackie that I'm like, I think you drink too much wine. And then it was a big fight and she... You slammed the door in my face and slept in the other room. It was real awesome. Why do you say you uh, drink too much wine? You've been drinking a lot too. I know, but like, I take a day off every once in a while. Well, you may and she's that. just like, she's like, this is how she's like. Do I bother you when you sleep for fucking twenty two hours a day? Yeah, and then we go to bed. She's like, everyone deals with shit different. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I guess I should just shut my yeah. fucking mouth. Yeah. During these times, I think granted she's also uh, an actress and a comedian, and there is. Her her industry, just like mine, I guess, is uh, completely collapsed around her. Everything she does is, involves some social interaction. Yeah, for sure. And as long as she handles herself fine, then yeah, who she cares? Does. So, um, all right, let's let's get out of here. Tommy, where can we find you? You can find me uh, at Tommy Caparo on Twitter and uh, at Walking Walk In with Tommy on uh, Instagram. Jack and Jack. JackHackett.com. Woo! I'm at Kelly. Kelly. On everything. If you want to sponsor us to wear different clothes on the podcast, you just let us know. Yes, I wanted to make sure. Don't forget to uh, bring that up. And also, somebody come up with a song for Kelly so we can have a segment for her to say the shit that she wanted to say. Or Jack, both of them. Stuff I never got to say. Ba-ding. Kelly should have said. Do, 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 do. Oh. <laughs> We're going to have a good time, guys. Good time. Bye. 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 Nice. Nice. That was a good show. 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 That was a good show.